Be who you are and acknowledge how you feel. Because at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, real is the new real. Welcome back. I'm your hostess, Shannon McGuire, and this week we're talking about jealousy. I remember this phrase so clearly. You don't have to be that damn happy. I have heard that directed towards others. I've had it directed towards me, and it always leaves me scratching my head because I'm going... Why does my excitement and joy, by the way, not happy, two different things. Why does my joy breed fads in others? What's going on with them? What's going on inside for them to see my joy and my fun as a source of pain for them, whether or not they admit it? And then I think about how weird it is that whether you're a stranger or family, you both can get it. Like, wearinators are non-discriminating. They show up and they just start spinning things out. So, You don't have to be that damn, let's change it to joyful, because I hardly hear that one is happy. Maybe I don't need to be that happy, but I am. Maybe I don't need to be that joyful, but I am. And even if I'm not, what about it? The question for me becomes this interesting juxtapositioning. Juxtapositioning? You get me. Why does my joy breed fads? Could that be the balance? The reflective neutrality required for me to navigate that space says be open to understanding what pain may be going on in the other person. Unless they're just a bitch, then I I don't go there. But going back to this place of observing myself instead of them, that's what became the really subtle differentiation between that exploration and consideration of why does another's joy create misery for another? I had to just observe me. So I thought, okay, well, Shannon, when has somebody else's joy bred misery within you? Shit, it goes back to entitlement expectations. I want something too. I feel like I deserve. I've been working my ass off. What about me? I call that whams. What about me syndrome? And that's typically when that jealousy and resentment would show up. It's when others had something that I wanted or they had something that I despised because I couldn't get it. So it became very interesting when I observed me. And instead of trying to figure them out, I just looked at it and always use that extra, not always. I try to practice using those opportunities to reflect on myself. So if something is happening outside of me, I stop and go, where is it showing up within me? Or where has it shown up within me? And then I can draw in more compassion. Instead of judging that person, instead of labeling them, I observe me and then I can get back to observing them. And then I can ask questions and be curious. And if they're willing to be honest and truthful and answer then some beautiful things happen. They can pull themselves out of it because it's not really me. It's them deciding to climb out of the fads chamber or the victimhood dwelling. So jealousy can be very interesting. You don't have to be that damn happy. Why not? What if I said you don't have to be that damn miserable? How come it can't be both? And we do live in this culture today where it's all about lately what I keep hearing. It's okay to not be okay. Yes, and it's also okay to be okay. So what's the difference here? What I have come to observe within me is when I'm saying it's okay to not be okay, sometimes that's the verbalization of things that I'm not willing to be blunt and truthful about. Like, I'm not okay. I need help. Or when I'm feeling good about being me and I'm like, but it's also okay to be okay. I'm like, I'm feeling good. And should I diminish that because others don't feel good about being themselves? Positivity is like my number nine. So bringing this back to full circle view, 
or full spectrum view. Sometimes schadenfreude comes up and we derive joy off another's misery because we want something to happen to that person so they can feel like we do. Remember that saying, misery loves company? Hmm. Maybe it doesn't love company as much as much as it loves watching people become company. Schadenfreude. Ugh. So there's this new made up word, Fradenfreude, which is deriving joy off another's joy. I kind of dig that because I have spent plenty of time and still do with Schadenfreude. I'm not cured. I go through this sh- every single day. Fads. Oh, my goodness. Almost every single day. I just have learned how to stay out of it longer and get back to my joy quicker. So. Deriving joy off another's joy, powerful to me because I've seen and witnessed so many times over the few decades of life I've had on this planet, more people are okay with not being okay. And more people are okay with schadenfreude and deriving that joy off another's misery than they are showing up and having joy for another's joy and celebrating together. Celebration feels like it is diminishing And data is showing this. If you look at the world negative experiences, it's going up. And if you look at the world's positive experiences, it's going down. Now, this is just data collected. And, you know, there's differing views of differing things. But let's just stick with it for a minute. Why? Consider this. Why are we so damn focused on focusing on not being okay? Instead, in addition to and however you want to frame that, celebrating and being okay when people are okay and learning from the people that are okay instead of putting them over in the corner and being like, no, they're too damn joyful. They're too damn happy. A different experience I had around this was during the pandemic. I remember joining Zoom rooms and the virtual environment and coming in and me being me when I'm really feeling good, man, I can't hide it. My face is just shining. My smile is just big. The teeth just showing. So I come into these meetings And sometimes I would see people start to smile back and they would get uplifted. And then there would be one or two people that are like, there's no reason to be happy. This is just bad. Life is just bad. And it's like, wait, whoa. Yeah, it it might be, but it also can be really good. What are you grateful for? There's nothing to be grateful for. Why not? You're breathing. Is COVID in your home? No. Do you still have the ability to discern? Do you still have the power to make decisions for you and your family? Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have food on the table? You're here on this Zoom meeting right now because you have a job. There's all these things that would go down. And eventually opening up that perspective, some people, most people would find their way out of the fats enclave and the victimhood dwelling. Every now and then you had somebody that just didn't want to. They just wanted to stay there and they wanted people to be around and stay with them, whether they knew it or not to validate that it was okay not being okay. Because there's something that happens where there's an assumption that positivity has to be toxic and false. You just can't be positive. You have to just feel like shit. If you're feeling like shit all the time or most of the time, that's a warning sign that you might be in victimhood. And that is an incredible time to consider your feelings and how you are. And then you can fix it because you're facing it. So that's what I've had to do. And thinking back to the pandemic and navigating that time, I could get through it with more joy because I had been through some adverse shit in 1992 and it was eerily similar. And when I overlaid those experiences, it became easier and more simple to live life, especially from a place of gratitude. So what a whirlwind that was.
Maybe you don't have to be that damn happy. Maybe you do. Maybe you're just joyfully human. And that's okay, too. If you enjoyed all of these nuggets of mom wisdom in this conversation, you will enjoy Two Mothers from the Hood, my memoir where I discuss these things at a deeper level. Be who you are and acknowledge how you feel. Because at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, real is the new real. I encourage you to check out SupremeMoms.com, where you'll find tools and insights to help you live more days feeling good about being yourself.